The following program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. There are lots of lousy businesses, and there's lots of wonderful businesses. It's the art and science of money. My job has been to try and figure out which is which. It's Hi-Fi Radio from the Global News Radio studios in Toronto with Hi-Fi Portfolio Managers. Here's Wolfgang Klein and Jack Hartle. Good morning, my friends, lovers of cash, lovers of wealth, lovers of security. All you dreamers out there, you keep dreaming. And uh, Jack and I will help you fulfill those dreams. Uh, indeed, it's a show about money. It's Hi-Fi Radio. I am Wolfgang Klein, Portfolio Manager Jack Hartle, my partner, 60 miles away. Talk about social distancing, but we're following the guidelines. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, Wolfgang. Uh, we got Noah Solomon on the line. Uh, he is with uh, Outcome Metric Asset management. He's the chief investment officer. Uh, I see Noah, I know Noah, really as a risk manager, former hedge fund manager. Um, has a very interesting view on the market. And again, the, the, the world is complicated. Uh, markets are complicated. There are so many moving parts. And uh, Jack, I'd like to share with you the variety and flavors uh, of the market. So bringing on uh, a different viewpoint uh, is exactly what we've done here with Noah Solomon. It's going to be a great show. I'm looking forward to speaking with you, Noah. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Thanks for having me on, Wolf. Uh, so, Noah, you're a risk manager. Uh, markets have been uh, annihilated and eviscerated uh, in the last 45 days, a little bounce back perhaps. Um, tell me something. Again, being that you, you can short and do other things and have a lot of risk management tools in place, uh, how have you been, por- been performing in the marketplace this year? Well, actually, uh, we're, we're, we're in a rad- rather fortunate position. Last month in our core strategy, we were down 2.9%. And don't misunderstand me, I would rather make money than lose money. But uh, given what happened in March and the implosion in financial markets, I think most would uh, agree with us that down 2.9%. Oh, I'm, bowing. I'm bowing to you, Noah. I, I'm not worthy. That's a great, believe it or not, losing 3% is heroic. Uh, so that's interesting. And how did you manage to uh, reduce uh, so much of the downside risk in your portfolio? Well, well, the first thing I'd say is our philosophy is long-term investing is about the magic of compounding. That's what it's about. Yep. The Jack, best I, agree with you. I agree, we agree. Compounding is king. And the best way to harvest the magic is not what you do. It's what you don't do. Don't have I agree. losses. Don't, it ruins the magic. Because a 20% loss needs a 25% gain to get back. And a 30% loss needs a 43% gain. And a 50% loss needs a 100% gain. So yep. that is our philosophy. And obviously, we subscribe to that philosophy given the down 2.9% in last month's deluge, how we do that is we think about the world in terms of asset classes, not individual stocks and bonds for the most part. And we divide those asset classes into two categories. One is the racy category, things that can go up a lot or down a lot. and They go up a lot in the good times and get killed in the bad times. Things like stock markets, for example. And then we think about the safe haven assets, things that you know don't do so well in the good times, but don't get killed in the bad times. Things like U.S. Treasuries and short-term investment-grade corporate bonds. 
And basically what we do is we very dynamically shift between those two buckets. So when, when we think or our models think things are good, we risk on and we shift into the high-octane stuff so we can participate in the market rising. And when our models say things are bad, we get out of Dodge, liquidate those risky assets, and hide in the safe place. That sounds absolutely brilliant. And uh, you're listening to Hi-Fi Radio, by the way. Good morning to you if you just tuned into the show. I'm Wolfgang Klein, here to help you with a very important part of your life, and that is your money. And uh, to uh, give you additional guidance, of course, uh, it's a two-for-one deal with Jack and I, Jack Hartle, 60 miles away from me, uh, in for your cause. Uh, Noah Solomon has joined us this morning. Uh, he is a chief investment officer uh, with Outcome Metric Asset Management. I know Noah really more as a hedge fund type thinker trying to hedge risk and minimize downside. And in this environment, boy, oh, boy, uh, I'm sure Noah's phone has been ringing off the hook and he's been getting a few high fives for doing a very good job um, of late. But Noah, really what you're talking about is timing the market. Um, and uh, that is very difficult to do. And I, cause I was taught by a man on Bay Street years ago, and you're going to appreciate this because Jack and I agree with everything what you're saying. It's not about what you do, it's about what you don't do. It's about compounding. But he said to me, he said, Wolfgang, you have to think about the market sort of like a bar of soap. And the more you touch a bar of soap, the smaller it gets, uh, i.e. stock falls 20%. Is that the time to sell it when it's 20% cheaper. Uh, sure, if it's going to fall another 20%, but now you're speculating that you can foretell where the market is going to go after it just fell 20%. And that's where it becomes very difficult. So share with us uh, a key component of your secret sauce just before we go to commercial break. We're going to bring you back as well for another head. So I agree with you. Like no one can pick exact tops and the bottom. So if you just define market timing, Wolf, as the ability to pick exact tops and bottoms, I agree with you. I can't do it, and I don't know anyone else who can do it. Um, so that's not exactly what we're doing, and it's also how you do it. So it's how you handle that bar of soap. So as human beings, we're not as smart as we think we are. We have all these subconscious cognitive biases and emotions, and we're not very good at investment decision-making. This has been proven study after study after study. We're not as smart and as rational as we think, and we're more emotional. No, Jack and I totally agree with you. So to make those decisions or to handle that bar of soap, to decide, you know, when to move and when to get out of the way and when to ramp up, we are completely a data-based shop. We don't rely on subjectivity, emotions, macroeconomic forecasts of what unemployment or or, uh, GDP growth is going to be. It is 100% driven by big data artificial intelligence, and machine learning. We like to say... That's absolutely. Noah, no, that's absolutely... I like where you're going with this. We're gonna, we, we have to go to commercial break because we are on a clock, which I guess is data as well, zeros and ones, and he can't get them back, as Warren Buffett said. He can buy anything in this world, but he can't buy back time. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio, Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. You stay tuned. We are going to help you become wealthy. Let's take a break. But after, Wolf and Jack will continue their in-depth discussion about money. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.
all kinds of different things. And we found out that if you do it daily or weekly or even biweekly, there's simply too much noise. So you get too much of that whipsaw where you're, you know, reacting to small things which are a head fake. We found that a monthly rebalance is, is optimal. Uh, no, it's a wolf here. Um, you have, you, you said to me, 100 clients. Um, so is there a minimum buy-in uh, for your product? Uh, what's the fee structure, fee structure for the product? And beyond stock, what other assets uh, would you find in your portfolio? Um, so we, our, most of our clients are direct clients. Um, they're not uh, through the advisor channel. And they are generally high net worth, ultra high net worth, family office and multifamily office clients, uh, pretty sophisticated sorry, investors. When you say high net worth, when you say high net worth, uh, what's the average net worth, would you say, of one of your clients? Oh, boy, an average is a weird thing. But I would say, you know, because you can get skewed by some very wealthy people. So if I'm just going to use the average, I could say probably $50 million. Yeah, there's money in this town, isn't there? There's a lot of money in this town, Noah. There really, really is. And you know what's amazing about about money? Because Noah, you're gonna you're gonna appreciate this uh, story. So we're gonna bring you back for to, to to complete the dialogue here with you. Um, but but one of our listeners really really impressed me. Uh, I came across a listener who is uh, in his mid fifties, uh, earns just over fifty thousand dollars a year has put through two children through university, um, has several hundred thousand dollars in RSP, and has no debt on a $50,000 income in this very city. As one of you, my good friends, listening to Hi-Fi Radio, uh, it is the Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. Got a very smart man on the show. His name is Noah Solomon. Um, I'm going to call him a hedge fund manager. Uh, do you mind if I use that word hedge fund? Is, is it, are your funds true hedge funds? No, they're not hedge funds. They are not yeah. hedge funds but you think, at all. But you, think, you, try to, you try to think like a hedge fund so we're, we're, as you manage risk. You, you always try well, to manage risk, hedge your bet. Yes. But no, let, yes. let us go to commercial break here, buddy. We're going to bring you back. Uh, Jack's got a couple more quick ones for you as well. Uh, so please, good friends, you stay tuned. It's a tribute to Pink Floyd, uh, Hi-Fi Radio, Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. Don't go anywhere. There's more great show after this. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. My good friends, I do wish you were here. It's heavy. Uh, we miss people. We miss our friends. I, I miss my Taronis. You know, I really do. I miss going to Taronis, sitting at the bar, having a plate of pasta. Oh, I do. And saying hello to the DJ, my buddy DJ Lazy Ray out there. I hope he's okay. I put a call out to him. Uh, he's a local DJ at uh, Taronis, and he's obviously been off work. I said, hey, DJ, you need some help, you call me. You call the Wolfman. I'll help you out anytime. Uh, if you have a friend like that that you know that takes care of you, you may want to extend some graciousness to them because uh, I think a lot of people out there who serve us every day uh, are out of work. And so we get to uh, reach out to those good people that smile at us and say hello to us every day and uh, offer them uh, some guidance. Uh, Noah Solomon, um, 
Chief Investment Officer uh, with Outcome Metric Asset Management, former hedge fund manager. Uh, he's a risk manager. Uh, he doesn't like to lose money. Um, very, very uh, unique approach to money management. Um, uh, tell me something, if you don't mind, about the, uh, the, the fee structure of your, your uh, products, uh, Noah. So, well, um, you know, when we started Outcome Metric, basically, again, it's about compounding, and the trick is not to lose large amounts of money. So we wanted something that would participate in the good times, but and more importantly, not get killed when the lights go dark and you have a bear market. So we wanted something with those performing characteristics without the baggage that typically comes with those characteristics, like a hedge fund. And those baggages are the fee baggage, meaning the, you know, the high management fees and the performance fees. So we don't charge performance fees. We have a management fee that is you know, just under 1% and no performance fees. And we also didn't want the liquidity baggage, which means if for whatever reason you want your money out, you know, we don't have monthly or quarterly or long notice periods. We have weekly liquidity, meaning you can get your money out once a week, no questions asked. And funny enough, when we looked around the country and we looked at the investment management space, we really couldn't find anyone with all three of those attributes, protection in bear markets, low fees, and weekly liquidity. Jack? So, no, uh, weekly liquidity is obviously a good thing, and it speaks to, I think, the asset classes that you're holding in your portfolio. Um, a number of the hedge funds and the alternative asset managers have monthly liquidity, uh, but most recently there's been a few that have actually gated their uh, clients, meaning they can't get their money out. Uh, is there the ability for you to do that for your clients, or is it guaranteed weekly liquidity with your product? It's guaranteed. Now, a couple things, Jack. Number one is, yes, they say they have monthly liquidity, but they have a 60-day notice period. Well, I'm not that smart, but if you have a 60-day notice period with monthly liquidity, that's really three-month liquidity. Right. Um, as long as you obviously plan it in advance. But uh, the monthly yeah, liquidity, well, I guess that's, the point that's, that I was that's not how That's not how life works. Um, we, we have Noah Solomon on. Sorry, guys. We have Noah Solomon on the line. He's a, a chief investment officer for, uh, for a company called uh, Outcome Metric Asset Management, uh, a boutique asset management firm that's dealing with the uber rich. Uh, very, very interesting, uh, indeed, uh, to have you on the show. Uh, Noah, give us uh, in the next, uh, say, 60 seconds your view on uh, the coronavirus, its impact on business, and I guess from our point of view, your point of view, uh, your market forecast, say, from here till the fall of this year. Well, you know, just as a caveat, you know, we, uh, we don't have forecasts. It's all algorithmic. And as I said before, right now, our models are telling us there's no hurry to be uh, guns a-blazing in the markets. But if you want my two cents, uh, and sort of stepping away from the algorithm for a minute, I think the question is to be the markets already know that you know earnings for the next quarter or two quarters are going to be horrible. They know the economy, the economic data is going to be horrible. I think the question is how long and how deep. How quickly does it bounce back? How long does it quick to bounce back? And my own opinion is that aggregate demand for goods and services is going to be anemic for a long time, and I don't think. Again, this is not how we manage money, but I don't think that the markets are really pricing in the duration of this malaise. Yeah, I, I, you know, I've been asking myself the question, uh, how anxious am I to board an airplane? Uh, how anxious am I to go out to the keg? 
Uh, I want to ask you guys that quickly. You know, there's no way you obviously like to eat out. We've I met you before. Uh, are you in a rush to go to a restaurant? Do you miss going to restaurants? Uh, I would say yes, I miss it, but am I anxious to go to one? Uh, no, I don't have any burning desire to go to a crowded venue at this point. Yeah, Jack, it's interesting. Jack and I owned uh, Live Nation, and uh, in December of last year, I thought the market was ahead of itself. Uh, we sold Live Nation uh, quite intelligently. Don't worry, I, uh, I, I turned right back into my own person, degree of stupidity, and uh, put that money to work a little too early. Um, These are difficult times. No, I must say I have to congratulate you. I think uh, you've done a very, very good job for your clients. Again, outcome metric asset management, Noah Solomon uh, on the line here. Uh, Different approach, different view. Uh, You can always uh, find Noah online. Uh, I do like the tech space. I have to say, Noah, uh, I have stocks that are working very, very well, stocks that are making new all-time highs. I got some problems as well. Uh, and uh, I shall say we've been holding a lot of hands through this environment. But we're getting through it, my good friend. Can't say we're, not, we're down 3% on the year. But you know something? Considering where we're at, our clients are down, what, 9%, 10% on the year? What do you think of that, Noah? I think that's pretty darn good, Wolf. I appreciate, I appreciate that. You hear that, Jack? He says it's pretty good. Jack said our results are actually better than J.P. Morgan's. What do you think of that? I can't say I'm shocked. <laughs> You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio. Can't thank you enough, Noah Solomon, uh, for joining us on the show. Uh, we're going to take a step into the bond market. Um, John Shaw from CI Investments will be joining us right after this. Listen, we're going to take a break. But when we come back, more money talk. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Friends of Hi Fi Radio, Wolfgang Klein, you're, you're never going to die. You're going to fly high. That's what the show is all about optimism amidst the, uh, the heavy days, the weird times. I call it Groundhog Day. I, I, I honestly forgot what day it was yesterday. I thought yesterday was Tuesday. Um, it is Saturday morning, of course. Jack and I are recording the show uh, via social distancing uh, Thursday morning. Uh, market uh, so far for the week, not bad. Uh, down Monday, up Tuesday, down Wednesday, trying to battle back Thursday. It's a roller coaster ride. We had, of course, Noah Solomon on, uh, hedge fund manager, well, uh, asset manager from with a hedge fund mindset. Um, we now have John Shaw joining us. John Shaw manages is bonds. Uh, bonds are pieces of debt. Um, that actually trade in the marketplace. Uh, Kathleen, my beautiful bride, uh, asked me a few questions about the bond market because so few of us uh, understand the bond market. We all think we know the stock market, but when it comes to bonds, not discussed frequently enough. Um, John Shaw is with CI uh, Investments, uh, the signature series, uh, Global Asset Management. He is a portfolio manager focusing on the corporate debt Market. Yes, companies borrow money uh, that helps them with their finances, and they also issue stock. Uh, and that's how businesses are capitalized. Uh, a few buzzwords for you folks. Uh, tell your friends that. You share that with your friends. Uh, you'll sound smart, and you're smart for listening to the show, I must say. Uh, John, I want to thank you for joining us. Um, what is most notable about the 
corporate bond market right now is what the central bank in America said on, I think, Thursday of last week, that it's basically going to act as a backstop for any type of commercial paper, which is corporate bonds are the considered commercial paper uh, in the event of stress and default, uh, basically saying we're, 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 we got your back. Can you speak to that, John? Certainly. Uh, good morning, everyone. The, the central banks, both uh, Canada and in the United States, want to ensure that uh, companies are able to uh, receive cash that they need to run their operations. And commercial paper is a form of debt to meet short-term needs, and both the Canadian um, uh, Bank of Canada and the U.S. Fed have made that a priority to ensure that um, companies are able to refinance their short-term paper, and so backstopping the commercial paper programs is a key part of that. Um, now, again, the, the commercial paper you're referring to, because Jack and I went to a few presentations um, for the, uh, I guess they call it the money market, uh, you know, Canada, Canadian tire paper was, was often discussed, 90-day, and they had receivables. Uh, so that type of paper you're referring to, correct? Yes. Yeah. Very short term. So, so, so so tell us your viewpoint. What do you see? What can you share with our audience? And again, it's early in the morning on Saturday, so we don't want to uh, cause their brains to get too fuzzy. But to share with us the, your perspective on the world from a bond market management point of view. It's a broad question. Um, but this morning, what we're seeing in general is that uh, from the middle of March to now, the programs that have been set up by the central banks, the U.S. Federal Reserve and the Bank of Canada, are helping to alleviate the uh, liquidity crunch that was occurring. And they're working in concert with uh, the fiscal uh, policymakers in both countries, so that the federal governments, and they are providing fiscal stimulus, providing uh, increased um, unemployment insurance, providing loans to uh, key industries and businesses, the airline uh, air industry in particular. And what we're seeing is that slowly the system is becoming, uh, we, we refer to it as more liquefied. There's more money available to be able to make all these payments, and that's um, very important. We're expecting to see uh, quite a, a serious recession the numbers are going to be uh, very bad when we get them, but the important part um, is that the functioning of the financial system is working again, um, but the central banks had to step in to help provide some oil to the system to make it uh, work a little bit more smoothly. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio. It's on the Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. I am Wolfgang Klein. My partner, Jack Hartle, uh, joining us each and every week. Uh, we're blessed to have John Shaw uh, on the line. He is with CI Investments. Uh, he's a portfolio manager, uh, global asset manager, uh, focusing on the signature series. Uh, CI, of course, is a, a relatively it's a big company. It's a big fund company that continues to gobble up smaller fund companies. Uh, continues to be an independent company, is it not, CI? Independent from the banks, in other words? Yes, we're still, uh, we are independently owned uh, from the banks. 
Right. And are you becoming good friends with our friend Sandy McIntyre? Uh, yes, I've met Sandy a few times. He's uh, he's a very good. Uh, they built a, a great business at Century. Yeah, no, Jack. Can you can you recite briefly uh, again? Sandy McIntyre has been on Hi Fi Radio many times. He is an investment strategist, and so he would help um, uh, people uh, within his organization who wanted additional guidance, like John Shaw. Uh, Sandy's been on the street for well over forty years. But I read his note. Uh, I believe it came out this week, Jack. Do you know what the skinny of that note was from Sandy McIntyre? His view on the market yeah, right, right now. Yes. Yeah. Sandy was talking about, as John said, you know, we're going to expect to go into a significant recession. And the fact is that uh, we're going to see numbers that we really haven't seen before. Or if we have seen them, they're sort of Great Depression type numbers of unemployment in the, the 20s. And he said, basically, when you have that type of a situation, uh, it's very difficult. When you have extreme numbers and you have extreme uh, results, uh, typically, uh, traditional models tend to break down in those scenarios and you actually go to, you know, the human behavior side of things, whether it's fear, greed, panic, those types of things. It's funny because the, the world of academics right now, from science to finance, they're all creating models. Me as a little boy, I like those little model airplanes with that little model airplane glue. They never flew. They always cracked apart. But I had fun with them. Along came the snap-on. They weren't the same. you got to build them yourself. This is iFi Radio, Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. I'm Wolfgang Klein, your host, in with Jack Hartle, my partner and portfolio manager. We're blessed to have John Shaw. Uh, he's the head of a fixed income. In other words, he's the head bond guy at CI Investments. Bond people think differently, but I do believe the bond market leads the stock market. Let's spend more time with John right after this. Making money is the best. So how do you make more money? Come on back after this. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio 640 Toronto. my good friends care about personal finance the show is all about uh, personal finance uh, when Jack and I took our courses to get licensed and we took multiple courses coming out of school uh, in fact when I was in my last career uh, prior to getting on Bay Street uh, I was working in broadcasting and I went back to school and enrolled in the Canadian Securities course and took a number of courses and then I said I think I'm going to change careers and pivot and I did. I got a job with a big bank, and then the Twin Towers came down. <laughs> what a debut into the business. Uh, but I learned something. I went through my first bear market pretty quickly into my career. And then my second bear market in 2008, and this is my third rodeo. Indeed, and it helps once you get through a few bear markets, because you know something? There is going to be another bear market. Um, John Shaw has joined us. He runs a bond department with CI Mutual Funds. Uh, when you run a bond desk, what matters is, unlike stock, which uh, sales and profit matter, when you're managing a bond portfolio, what matters is what's called the balance sheet. It's all about the balance sheet because you want to lend to those who have a strong enough balance sheet that they will return your principal along with interest payments, semi-annual interest payments. That's the way it works. So it's just like a, it's like a mortgage. A bond is like a mortgage, just the reverse. 
Um, but I would say to you, in the course that we took, financial planning 101, one of the first things you learn is to have a sound financial plan. You should always have three to six months of living expenses easily and readily accessible. And if you do and did, you do not need to reach the government for handouts. Uh, you have enough money to get you through this period of uncertainty. No different than a business. A business needs to have cash on the balance sheet. And unfortunately, new young entrepreneurs who opened up a business 60 days ago probably went in lean and could be out of business within 60 days, which is very, very sad. Established businesses have access to cash. Less established businesses don't have access to cash. So it is so important at all times to have a clean balance sheet personally, and the company you work for should have a clean balance sheet, and the businesses you invest in a clean balance sheet. Uh, so, John, on that note, clean balance sheet bonds. How much money can we make investing in that type of paper today? Well, in the U.S., uh, the uh, single A rated companies, which are what I would call the cleaner balance sheet type of companies, their uh, yield right now or yesterday was about 2.3 percent for uh, that uh, for about a 10-year bond, and that's a pickup of sort of 175 basis points over 10-year uh, government spreads. Now, here's another one I have to ask, because Jack and I have never, ever, ever pulled this move. Um, but it's a, it's a move that seems to continue to work, and it, it defies logic. When the stock market goes down, the U.S. dollar tends to go up. That part we get, that part Jack and I have been on for a long time. It's a fantastic hedge to Canadian investors. Buy U.S. stock. When the U.S. stock market falls, you have a bit of a saving grace, a bit of a cushion for probably 20 to 30% of the blow, and that's the U.S. dollar. Uh, you, you know right now, my good friends, Canadian dollar got as low as 68 cents. It's about 70 right now, coming off of 77. So the Canadian dollar fell as the U.S. dollar rose. That helped you. But the other asset that tends to go up the most and that's the 30-year government bond. I, John, I've never bought it in my entire career because I, I didn't like making 3% on a 30-year government bond, let alone 1.5%. Uh, tell me, who does that? Because it, it, it works, but I, I can't pull the trigger. Who, who sells Microsoft or who sells Citigroup and then buys the 30-year? Well, there are large parts of the marketplace that uh, pension plans, insurance companies that uh, need to protect their equity risk that they have on their books, and they find the best way to do that is with the long end of the interest rate curve, as that's more sensitive to changes in economic activity and also inflation outlook. So if the stock market is falling, Usually, that means earnings, we believe, are, are going to fall, and therefore, uh, that's probably in some sort of environment that uh, the economy is slowing down and or going into a recession, and that is usually very good for long-term bonds at that point. Tell me something, again, people don't truly appreciate bonds, uh, but again, I'm, I'm here to help educate as part of our job, uh, and also just to remind people how complicated this world is and therefore truth be told i think it's our listeners duty to themselves to get up in the morning and go to work and make some money 
manage spending, which we're all learning how to do right now. We've all cut back our expenditures. And honestly, do we really miss all that other stuff a whole lot? Yeah, I miss my Taroni restaurant. Beyond that, uh, I'm okay spending less money. Actually, I'm okay. Jack, you're probably digging it as well. Um, but they, they have to continue to invest. And uh, in, in this environment, um, the, the world has become quite, shall I say, murky. It certainly is. Uh, it is a more difficult time period, and we are trying to look forward and not just what may happen next week or the week after, but what's going to be transpiring in three, six months or longer. And we believe that uh, we will find a solution. We will get through this. It is uh, unprecedented times, um, but that we will get the economy up and running again. It, there will be uh, sectors and industries that are going to take a lot longer, uh, the travel and, and leisure industry for sure, uh, but other ones are going to uh, come back most of the way fairly fairly quickly. Um, and so we, we have hope that that will uh, be the case. Well, this is, again, I have green on my screen, and I got a couple of stocks, John, that are actually making all time highs right now. Activision, uh, all-time high. DocuSign, ripping. Uh, so there are things that can be done to make money, but this really is an environment to protect, not make. Uh, you listen to Hi-Fi Radio on the Global News Radio Network 640 in Toronto. Uh, John Shaw, head of fixed income, uh, gracious enough to spend some time with us this morning. Jack Hartle, of course, doing the social distancing thing, but we continue to broadcast to you a show that is for you, to help you have more wealth. You stay tuned. Stay with us. There's more shows still to come. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. onto the record, uh, went outside of their studio, found a couple of ladies, said, hey, can you sing? Uh, they said, yep. They said, come on in. They said, just sing us something. And said, what do you want to sing? Just sing us something. And two ladies sang that. They said, perfect. Laid down the track, put it to bed. Uh, hey, sometimes it just happens that way. Uh, John Shaw is on the line with us. He runs uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. Are you, in the, are you running over a billion dollars of bonds, uh, John? Uh, yes. So on the over a billion dollars in bonds, that's a lot of debt. That's a lot of debt. Um, John, uh, tell you something. Uh, the, a new asset class was created, I don't know, uh, 10, 15 years ago. You'd know better than I, and so would Jack, called MIX, Mortgage Investment Corporations. And in a low interest rate environment, people became greedy and did something that they got to be careful of, and that's called reaching for yield. Uh, often went something like this. Uh, had a lawyer friend who approached them and said, hey, I have a client who needs to raise a few million dollars to purchase a building. If you can help them with some short-term financing, 
you might be able to make yourself 7 or 8%. It's a good piece of real estate, et cetera, et cetera. And so the mix began. Uh, it's called shadow banking, my good friends. It's unregulated, and it's a huge component of the debt market. Rompspin is a key commercial lender for commercial developers. And Jack and I met with them. Jack has specifically sat into a number of presentations uh, from Rompspin. They uh, highlight clearly that they have a lot of default in their portfolio, but enough cash flow to continue to maintain default. Rompspin was paying, I think, about a 7 or 8% annual cash distribution consistently for years until of late. They gated the product. And there's another um, I would call it a MIC, uh, uh, debt lender, uh, commercial lender tied to real estate that also gated its product. So there's stress in the debt market. Uh, John Shaw of CI Investments, can you speak to what's going on in the, in, in the world of alternative lending? Uh, Wolfgang, it's not my area of expertise. I've only come across it uh, uh, tangentially, the um, the market itself, though, is because it's less regulated. We refer to it as the shadow bar- banking market, as you as you um, said. The regulators don't see what's going on, and up to now, the the uh, policies that the Bank of Canada and the, and the U.S. Fed have put in place are for companies that are not in the shadow banking, that are in the mainstream banking system, and that have solid uh, investment-grade ratings by the most part, um, that's who they're supporting. It doesn't surprise me that these mix have had to gate their product. They wouldn't be able to naturally refinance um, their loans if people wanted to take their money out. Um, if you're in that type of product, you have to have, uh, you should have understood that you don't have the the same liquidity that you may have in a uh, a bond, a government bond, a bond fund, uh, an ETF that that trades on the on the stock market. Jack, I think it's a good point that John makes. When you look at um, when you look at your portfolio allocation, you have to make sure that whatever asset classes that you have. Um, you know, the liquidity lines up with your cash flow needs. And uh, for high net worth investors, they can certainly have um, long-term uh, asset classes that don't have immediate liquidity. But for individuals and retirees that need their cash and they need it on a monthly basis, they have to make sure that whatever product that they uh, pick for themselves or their advisor um, provides as a solution for them obviously matches up with their cash flow requirements, whether it's, you know, monthly, quarterly, or annually. Right. Well, you know, what I would say to that is, again, uh, if you are interested or have been interested in a MIC, perchance, uh, or a high-yield bond fund, there's nothing wrong with having a few percent in it. Uh, if you have 2 3 4% in something like that, it's not a problem. But if you are reaching for yield and do it um, with impunity, i.e., concentrate, put half of your money into something like that, and then they gate it. And by the way, my friends at home, what that means when they gate a product, it means that they're putting a fence around it and they won't let you leave. Uh, So anyone who owns these products that have been gated can't take out their money. They're currently promising to continue to make the monthly distributions. But again, it's a telltale sign of, I think, some tough 
times to come. Diversification matters. Again, uh, I have a few problem stocks on our portfolios, uh, a little bit of Air Canada, a little bit of Chorus Aviation, a little bit of CAE. So I got a few problems, but the good news is there are little problems. And again, I continue to focus and, 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 and manage the portfolio. But if you manage risk, diversification really, really helps. And layering in some bonds has been proven time and time again. Um, John uh, Shaw, I can't thank you enough for joining us from CI Investment. I want to get a quick, I'm going to give you 15 seconds for this answer. The traditional 60% stock, 40% bond portfolio, how is it held up this year? Well, it's held up reasonably well, but uh, during the middle of March, the uh, most of the asset classes all fell at the same time, except for yep. the government portion of it. Uh, we're yep. seeing the bounce back now, and so keeping that uh, mix over the longer periods of time um, has been beneficial to investors. I, you know, it's amazing. I, I did witness that um, there's a word that I learned in statistics called correlation, mm-hmm. and the idea through diversification is to try to hold non correlated assets, which means assets that move in different uh, with, with a different tempo, and as such, you will have stuff that's working and stuff that's not working at all points in time. When correlation becomes one, everything went lower. There was a, an exception on our screen, and once again, that was at U.S. dollar. I'm going to repeat Canadians. If you want a very simple, natural hedge, own some U.S. stocks some U.S. bonds. I prefer stock over U.S. bond because of the tax consequences, but nonetheless, have some U.S. currency in your portfolio. Jack, one day you and I have to buy that long bond. Uh, before we do, we're going to call John and uh, have him hold a hand through the transaction. John, I can't thank you enough. Uh, head of fixed income for CI Investments. You do a very, very good job. CI is an excellent mutual fund company. Jack and I use you for some of our uh, smaller, more specific uh, requirements, and you guys do a very good job for us. I want to thank you for that. Uh, John, you stay safe. Jack, you stay safe as well. I need you. You're important to me. Friends at home, you're the best. Thank you for tuning in to Hi-Fi Radio. You have yourself a great weekend. You've been listening to Hi-Fi Radio with Wolfgang Klein and Jack Hartle, portfolio managers at Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management. For questions about today's show or any money questions you need answered, email Wolf and Jack at WolfgangKlein.com. Hi-Fi Radio, for the love of money. We'll see you next week. The preceding program is a specialty program. Unless otherwise identified, the participants on the program are not employees of Chorus Entertainment. Opinions expressed may not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.